No ketchup. No ketchup. people welcome into no catch up sports talk via chicago i am your host sean little big nick the quick with me yes sir y'all see the clean face man they are everybody's making fun of me ball, I ball face <laughs> i got the ball face i ain't had the ball face in almost a decade i'm gonna tell you real quick we'll we'll hop into the ball face in a second we're gonna talk nba finals the butler did it jimmy went for a 40 point <laughs> triple double game three is tonight game four is tonight we're going to talk that, talk about that, break that down. Bill O'Brien fired out in Houston. NFL week four, a lot of stuff going on. We'll talk about that, and we'll, we'll, we'll get up out of here. Big Nick the Quick, man, look. I haven't been ball face, bro, literally 10 years maybe. <laughs> I was doing my standard trim up, like my shit. When it gets too puffy, I just like, you know, pull it down yeah. a little bit on the sides. Right. Man, I'm not even paying attention, bro. I don't even know what I did, bro. Gashed it, dog. Got to have oh, a big. So this, yeah, this is a cleanup. This is this a cleanup. Was, this was a cleanup, bro. I had a big gash in my shit. So then I went to the goatee, and I'm like, Nah, I gotta just cut it, bro. I gotta just cut it. Start over. Let it rock. Oh, so it's like the goatee. Oh, so this happened before the other day when you came through. That's why you had the. Yeah, goatee. that's why I had the goatee because I made them. Were, were, you, were you just not feel? Were you, you not feeling it? Well, because I wanted to come in evenly. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't let the shit rot. You know what I'm saying? So I was yeah. like, fuck give it. Give it a couple of weeks. It'll be straight. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll come back. But yeah, my Puerto Rican side is out. I'm looking look, look, looking, look, looking, look like Poppy. <laughs> I'm looking Puerto Rican now. Tell him you got to go down Halstead, go to the parade, <laughs> man. <laughs> so that's where we're at, man. That's why I got the shave face, man. My girl doesn't like it. She said, I was about to say that the, the number one question is what, what did the wife think? My girl says I'm trash now. So I got to <laughs> get my But man, that's it, man. What's going on with you? Man, Yo, much, everybody man. listening. Big Nick the Quick got a new patio. <laughs> Shit is off the charts. Uh, very nicely manicured. I was, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was surprised at how nice y'all had the flowers and shit. That's not like you, you know. What no, saying? what you mean, bro? The I landscape and the landscape been on point. <laughs> the landscape was the first thing we did. I figured you might just have, you know, saying the 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 TV out there, the cement laid out, the bricks. Nah. That shit. Nah, you had the you had the heaters, it's everything. Per- perfectly manicured lawn. You know what I'm man. saying, man? It's, it's it's nice put together. Yeah, but no, it was dope. We had the TV set up. I was out there last night. Again, watching those games, but man, you know, you got to do what you can, man. You can't be isolated from your people all, <laughs> all fall and all winter because of this. You know what I'm saying? You got to find a way to pivot, but keep it responsible. So, and I uh, felt like we were able to do that. Yeah, man. Anybody, we, we should have a no catch up party out there, low key. Man, uh, maybe next saying. year. Maybe yeah. next summer. Next can't summer, be hosting we'll these super spreader events. <laughs> <laughs> super spreader. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, hey, just no, the, just my, like we said, though, he did come out with the, you see, you see his tweet last night? Who? Not even getting political, but Trump dropped like a minute and a half video Bro, on Twitter. We told, <laughs> we told we said, maybe I'm immune. I don't know. <laughs> maybe best doctors in the world. Oh my god, this guy is incredible. Yeah, he's he's a wild boy. <laughs> he's a wild boy, no doubt. All right, let's get into it. NBA Finals. 
Um, I, I think people might be reaching here a little bit. But I'll, I'll give my take after I hear you. We know what Jimmy Butler did. 40-point triple-double. Completely. We've always said Jimmy does what he needs to do to get the W. Yes. He saw the squad was essentially depleted. He knew he needed to score, rebound, and and dish. So what does Jimmy do? He goes and gets 40 plus 11. I think it was 11 and 10 or something like that. 40, 11, and 13. Yeah, 40, 11, and 13, right? So on 14 for 20 shooting. His last two games, (laughs) he's missed like six shots. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. To to have 40 in a finals game and shoot no threes is different. He didn't attempt a single three. I didn't didn't even realize he didn't attempt a single three. He's not wasting no time. He's He's just giving it to you. It's just efficient buckets. All the way through through game four. Give me your thoughts. Um, what do you expect coming? I got a couple clips. You know what? Before before you get going, I'm gonna play a clip. Yep. About Jimmy, about the game, and you know his job being easier, and, and, and some clarification. Jimmy Butler. I mean, first, I just wanted to clarify. It looked like you said you're in trouble. Is that what you said? That is what I said. Okay. And then secondly, you said last game or after last game, you guys would have to play damn near perfect in order to beat these guys. Where where does this fall in terms of playing close to damn near perfect? First of all, we're not going to act like I'm just out there talking trash because I'm not. Brian said it to me at the end of the first. That's what happened. I just said it to him in the fourth quarter. And um, talking about playing damn near perfect, uh, we did a good job of that tonight. We rebounded the basketball, which is what we always talked about. We got back. Um, but I think guys are starting to realize how much we belong on this stage and that we are in the finals for a reason. And to tell you the truth, I think um, when we get these other two guys back, they're going to make everybody's job, including mine, a lot easier. So I'm excited, um, but we still got to play better moving forward. Your thoughts, Jimmy Butler. First off, shout out Jimmy Butler. I don't know if people know. Um, he's got a he's got a deal with Lululemon. So that's why you see him the in big the big face coffee, yeah. Yeah, that's why you see him in the Lululemon gear, uh, left and right. He got a big deal with Lululemon. So he's like, I think he's like their first basketball, obviously their first basketball player they've ever signed. So shout out Jimmy. Um, my thoughts, number one, man. If you listen to a lot of his post-game pressers after game one and game two, and just some of the comments that were going out there, the number one thing he said is we got to rebound, we got to rebound, we got to rebound, right? We talked about that, I think, after game one, just that the Lakers were like trees out there. They're going grabbing into every the single series, board. we're yeah. like, these guys are big, man. You're going to yeah. have to clean the glass. And you got to clean the glass. So Jimmy took it upon himself in game three, went out there, led by example, got the rebounds, like you said, got the assists, went for 40, which is, if you know Jimmy, that's not necessarily what he wants to do, you know? But if he sees that that's what he's got to do, that's what he's going to go out there and do and just put out one of the best finals performances we've seen, I think, considering the circumstances, right? Down 2-0, completely undermanned. You know the defense is going to key on you, and he just went out there and did his thing and willed his team to victory. Now, is that going to carry over to the next few games? I don't think so. Um, I don't think you're going to see AD have nine shot attempts again like that. I think you're going to see the Lakers come up with some sort of plan to kind of contain Jimmy. Um, if Bam does come back, he's probably not going to be 100%. No way Dragic comes back. Um, so I think the Lakers can easily bounce back in game four. Um, and, yeah, I mean, would I be – I keep going back and forth. Like, what if, the, if, if at the end of this game, if the Heat won, would I be genuinely shocked? Or would I be like, man, is everything that this team has told us show us that they can even up this series? But I, I, I just – 
I hate doubting them. I love Jimmy Butler, but I, I don't I don't see the clear path to victory for this. But I'm happy that they got their they got their W. I'm really happy. the Lakers come out not fucking around again because they know that the, the, the key to success is AD getting 30. AD gets 30, it's a W. Uh, this, well, this is the thing, right? Uh-oh. And well, no, 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 no. I don't even have too, too much to say. Nothing, nothing crazy. Is I'm glad they got their W. I'm glad Jimmy went crazy. 40-point triple-double. A 40-point triple-double in the finals is major. Cements his le- legacy, cementer. Yeah, like that's a big that's a big tick on your on your legacy wall, if you want to call it that. Talk shit now. Jimmy had a forty point triple double. He's led this team the whole way. They get to the finals. They go down two two zero, and he essentially beats LeBron and AD and the Lakers by himself. They get a W. I saw a lot of takes on Twitter. I was going back and forth a little bit. People are talking about it's a series now. Pump, pump the brakes on it's a series now. Let's see what happens tonight in game four. He gets Bam back. If they get a W tonight, then it's a series. Currently for me, this is extending the inevitable of the Lakers continuing to dominate the finals. And it's not all Miami's fault with the injuries, but it's not a series until they can tie it up and then we'll see what happens there. This is uh if you want to peek into Jimmy Butler's attitude, you saw what he said after the game, talking about, I don't care about the triple-double. I don't care about none of that. I just want to win. Yeah. That was that, That's my main focus. He said, next game, I'll come out and have no points to win and, and tell y'all, like, yeah, hey, see, that's what I wanted. Thing. Yeah, Exactly. This is Jimmy Butler talking about the 40-point triple-double performance and if that was the best performance of uh, his life. Next question is Ethan Skolnick. Jimmy, considering the stakes and, and the stage and, and you obviously, you guys being a couple men down, is that the best game you've ever played? Uh, probably not. I was really good whenever I was in high school. I played in this league where I played against like all 45-year-old men and I really dominated whenever I was like 17. Um, so this is up there, but back then I was killing them. Back then, I was killing him. Let me, let me. If you want to know the type of dude Jimmy Butler is, he said, considering the the reporter said, considering the stage and the situation, Jimmy doesn't care about any of that. Just hooping. Is this the best game I've ever played? No, I used to body forty five year olds when I was seventeen. For 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 that to to not know that question's coming. And then that, ready. and then that's the first thing that comes to mind is exactly who Jimmy Butler is. He's like, no, this is not my forty point triple double in the finals. No, not really. He's like, he's like, it was good, but you know, was I, was, good, I was, but I was cooking fools back when I was seventeen. You should have seen me when I was seventeen in the in the rec league. Like I was and, killing these dudes, and they doubted me. Yeah, like yeah, his whole mentality. And again, man, it's not an act. Like we talk about, some guys have the tough guy or the persona and all that. This is who he's been from the beginning. Hasn't changed. Found the right situation. Like I'm, I'm so happy that he got that W because I would have hated for him to get swept in the finals and have that be on him because you know they'll hold that against him even though it's not on him. Yeah. Um. But for him to literally get the W and be the reason that they won, like all the way, um, that's a legacy cementer. You know, we're big Jimmy Butler guys here. We believe he deserves to get his due. Um. And I'm hoping that you know whatever happens after this finals, when you start talking about your top ten and all these guys, it's like, hey, we always talk about do you do it when it counts? Do you do it when it counts? 
man has done it when it counts. Bubble or I don't care. Don't tell me about the bubble. Don't tell me about Orlando. Everybody's playing under the same circumstances right now. Man's doing it when it counts. And uh, if they get a W tonight, man, yeah, it's going to be an interesting series because this is a team that you don't want playing with extreme levels of confidence because they, they don't give a fuck. You got – we talk about Hero and Olenek. I told, I've been telling you about Olenek the whole time. Kelly Olenek is not scared. Yeah. He's not scared. Right. You know what I mean? Kelly Olenek is not scared at all. He's going to go out there. He's going to do his thing. He might make some mistakes, but Kelly Olenek's not scared. Tyler Hero is not scared. You know what I'm saying? Duncan Robinson is absolutely not scared. I think that's a good point. You do not. This is if there's one team out here that you don't want playing with a lot of confidence because they don't care at all. <laughs> they just don't care. Is is Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat? And when we say they don't care, it's they they're not they they're the epitome of playing for nothing. They don't have they're not supposed to be here. They have nothing to lose type of thing. And Jimmy's going to be preaching that all the way through. Yep. He he told you that. Hey, when these guys come back, it'll be easier for me. I can do other things. Yeah. That's why it was such a blow for those guys to get hurt because it's like this is not even this ain't the match that we signed up for. We were yeah. looking. We, this was going to be a real series when Bam and those guys were running around. And those are two series. And those aren't just role players. Those aren't just right. guys on their team. Bam has been the best player for them in the playoffs. Dragic has been their their, their huge X factor because they're not. 1A. A, he's 1A to yeah, Bam. He's 1A, you know what I mean? And, and the way that Miami works, it's a well-oiled machine of those pieces doing their job. Yeah. And yeah, so without those guys for sure, that's not to say this is going to take this Lakers championship if they do win. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't rewrite history like that and say, oh, because of this, because everybody has some circumstance and whatever it might be. But this is not the matchup that we signed up for 100%. But I'm happy that, again, we're at 2 1 and, you know, there's at least, there's some storylines. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. There's, there's entry going into tonight for sure. Because going into the other night, Sunday night, we were talking about this too. It's like we weren't even, I wasn't even trying to watch. Bro, let you the, know what's the football run? Go ahead. You know what needs to drop, man? Like uh, maybe in the in the last dance, like 20 years from now, Miami Heat version. Hmm. I need the Jimmy Butler Timberwolves practice tape. When he grabbed the third stringers and, and, and dominate. I need it. Or just that's so funny you brought that up because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. What you saw in the finals the other night was exactly what happened in that practice. But he said he didn't score in that practice. Maybe he said I didn't even shoot. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said he didn't shoot, which might be cat, but yeah. He said he Got grabbed it. a bunch of third stringers and won and then walked off the court. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are soft, man. Yeah, like, I'm done. I'm good. Jimmy, this the I mean the way he's been playing in the finals in this playoffs, and then that 40 point triple double just kind of grows his the the persona, the the aura of Jimmy. The aura. I'm no haircut. You see no what they asked about, ask no about the haircut? haircut? He's like, I don't trust anybody over here. <laughs> like Jimmy Butler would have one dude that cuts his hair, and that's the only dude that's going near his head. And if he can't come in the bubble, Jimmy's not having it. I don't trust Cuz. Who's this guy? I don't know these guys. Man, he might work well, for the Lakers. Saw Rondo and those boys' haircut. It's Rondo's brother that uh, runs the barbershop. Oh, the one that Russell Westbrook was it was yelling. So at? Rondo's brother is like he he runs like a concierge service. And when they went down to Orlando, somehow he got the bid to do this for the NBA. So he's the one that arranged all the barbers, arranged all this other mm. shit. So he's like the man down there. I saw a profile on it. He's, he's Rondo's brother. <laughs> okay, word. That's yeah. some. That's hey, very put, fitting. Put your people on. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so you talked about the Lakers coming out. You think they're going to be super locked in coming they in have the game to be. for tonight. This is LeBron James on being focused being ready and being here before LeBron James going into game four tonight. 
You've been in the finals 10 times now. Um, you've been up in series. You've been down in series. What's it like to process the time off in between games coming off a loss? Um, it's pretty much the same coming off a win for me. Um, so the series is completed. Um, you know, I kind of stay on edge, stay locked in on, on you know, the job at hand. And, um, and obviously no one wants to ever lose. You, know, you, you hate that feeling, especially when you know you didn't play your best. And uh, I definitely wasn't at my best last night from an from individual standpoint. Um, so I take that responsibility and I take that with a lot of, uh, just with a lot of, uh, and a lot of passion and, and, and uh, understanding of how I can be much better, you know, in the following game. But, you know, throughout the postseason, I stay even killed. As I've grown in this game and I've grown over the years, I kind of stay even killed and understanding that, um, you know, there's always another opportunity to get better. And we have that opportunity uh, today and, and also tomorrow night in the game. I don't, I don't want to say the Lakers took game three off, but they didn't come into game three like they came into game number two. It's just, I mean, it, it just is what it is. LeBron came in sloppy. He went. He went from a, a game where he had no turnovers to a game where he had seven. Yeah. So um, that's just a that's just purely a focus thing. AD comes in from game one and two after doing whatever he wants, and then just completely disappears in game three and gets nine shots. So they could say they were just as locked in, but they weren't. Yeah. First off, so, um, if I'm if I'm a Lakers fan, I need that hat that LeBron has. A that hat is crazy. The hat the hat is tough. Um, second off, yeah, I mean, they were they were ass locked in. They just they got out of whatever they were trying to do without. We didn't see the first quarter of the game, so I'm not going to sit here and I saw exactly what they came out trying to do and if it was anything different. But again, man, I mean, it's a finals game. I think I thought about that too because you came over saying, "Hey, the Lakers aren't going to be locked in tonight." You called it right away. They're not going to be locked in. Take the first. Half. They're going to get in the first half. We didn't know it was going to go for four quarters. So I guess that might have something to do with it. Maybe you don't have that same lock-in that you had for the first two games when it's still fresh and you, you don't really know and you're still feeling them out. Maybe you start to believe, hey, we can beat this team. We're going to we're gonna win in four. We're going to win in five. So maybe we can't take a night off. I don't know. Um, the only thing that makes me not think that is the way that they handled the end of the game. I mean, they walked off the court. And I and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know go oh all in God. on this You're and talk, talk about oh all that. No, I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not one of these guys. I'm not one of these guys. But clearly it bothered him. Clearly it bothered him. Yeah, they lost you know the game. Saying? Yeah, clearly he was bothered by it. So I mean, I think they might have been super locked in and they just got their asses kicked. Clearly they were bothered by losing a finals game. That doesn't mean that so, they came in as locked in as they were supposed to be. It was apparent that they weren't as locked in. They were getting blown up by one yeah. player. Danny Green went back to not hitting any jumpers. The nobody was locked in. It's human nature to come out up 0-2 or up 2-0, knowing they don't they don't have two of their best players, and to come out a little lax. It's just human nature, and I think that's what happened. Sure. And, well, and, that and, and, they can, and and that's the wrong team to come out lax against. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So I think I, I agree with you, and and just like LeBron just said, I think he comes in and they're super locked in tonight. They have I to be. I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that. From the opening tip, they have to be, and they have to prioritize getting the ball to Anthony Davis. That's the player that the Heat cannot stop. They have zero answer for him. They're playing Olenek and Myers Leonard as their bigs. Um, again, even if Adebayo is back, he's not going to be 100. percent 
Anthony Davis should be able to have his way with him. You have to focus on Davis. He cannot have a game a game where he has nine shots. Can't happen. I don't know. I couldn't. I wonder when the last time he did he didn't have double digit attempts. I have no idea. I should have looked that up, but yeah, yeah. that's that. He should be getting nine shots a quarter. Well, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, he, and he hit six of them, so it's not like he was off. Um, right. Yeah, he just wasn't getting the rock. They just weren't locked in, and they'll be but locked you, in tonight. But you also know Spo adjusts. Let's not forget about Eric Spoelstra. Uh, Eric Spo adjusts. Listen, bro. Spo adjusts. Listen. I'm not gonna. It's almost like now we're starting to be like the Heat didn't win this game. The Lakers lost it. And I don't like. I don't like that narrative. The Heat won this game. I, I'm not. I, I didn't. I never said anything like that. But the I more said, we talk about the I lack said, of focus and Lakers, uh, oh, so adjusted. Listen, I said, like, come the, on, man. I said the Lakers. I said the Lakers <laughs> had to do to win the listen, game. Listen, bro. Listen, if the Lakers are locked in and the Heat don't have Bam or Dragic, they're gonna lose ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. So that the only Let's, reason they the only reason they didn't win the other night is because the Lakers weren't locked in, and then Jimmy went b- bananas. You're turning me hard on the Heat tonight. I'm. I'm. Let's go. So, heat. white hot Heat. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's just be honest here. Yeah, no, you for sure. I'm saying? People sure. are talking about we got a series. Like, no, nah, we don't have a series until they tie the series. Currently, it's Lakers in five. If it's I had enough. to ask you what the what what, what how the series is going to end right now, what would you say? I just told you, I don't see the Heat winning another game. Okay, so yeah. that's what I'm, so that's what I'm saying, right? At the so, end of the day, like I think again, the whole this whole series has been my heart versus my mind because I really do want the Heat. To make it a series, and I love this heat run. Uh, obviously, financially, I'm 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 tethered to the Lakers right now. But um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't. If you had to ask me again, gun to my head, Lakers in five. Right. So, yeah. I think the Lakers come out locked in tonight, and I think it's trouble for the if, Heat. That's all I'm if, saying. If they don't, where you at? If they don't, and it's let's two, say it's two. a repeat of a repeat of Game Three. Then it's of course it's a series if it's two two and and they've won two in a row, yeah. Then we have a series. Right now it's just we're just prolonging the inevitable of the Lakers winning handily, in my opinion. So we'll see. Miami, and Miami and Miami knows that too. So yeah, they got to win tonight. Yeah, it's like yeah, every game is a must win for them going the rest of the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. They damn near got to win four in a row. Like you don't want to get to game seven i guess game seven anything can happen but anything could happen i won't get too crazy but if they come locked in tonight which i think the lakers will do i think they get a w it's three one and then now jimmy's gonna have to have 40 point triple doubles for them to be in the game going forward right we'll leave it there at least uh game game uh game four tonight has some intrigue and people are talking about the ratings and no one's watching da 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 that is bullshit. That was that Rovell tweet. First off, they were up against the NFL's full slate on I a Sunday. It's, it's a it very never happens. It's a very yeah. It's a very weird time with baseball and they're playing out of season. Going on. Yeah, exactly. They're not. They're playing they're, out. Of, they're playing way out of season. Exactly. Exactly. Against two sports that are in season. That everybody well that well the NFL the NFL you you're not going up against and whatever you know there's some regional baseball yeah. and. Especially we got teams like the Yankees and shit like that. Like, yeah, man, we're talking about the the, the Dodgers. These these are major markets. Yeah, you know. no, exactly. So, game four tonight, Butler. Can Butler do it again? See if they tie it up 2-2. All right, let's move over to the NFL. Um, Bill O'Brien gets <laughs> fired in Houston. I literally the other day tweeted, free Deshaun Watson, 
And I essentially was saying, fire this guy, get him out, and get someone else in that can help him. Welcome to the club. Go go back previous episodes at least for the last two years. Yeah, we've been. I have been calling for Bill Ryan's head forever. Yeah, we need uh, the the, the chief. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we've been saying this for a while. It's. I know that they were they were a win away from the conference championship last year, but if you were watching those games, if you watched Texans versus Bills, the Bills had a second year quarterback that had no business being giving them any trouble at home, and they probably should have lost that game. Then they go up twenty one zero against the Chiefs and then lose by thirty. Oh, 24-0. 24-0. Yeah, you're right. Let, let, let's, let's talk about that game when we really want to like give the the, the 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 real verdict on Bill Bill O'Brien. They go up 24-0, right? Cruising, cruising in the playoffs. They then proceed to give up seven straight touchdowns. Yeah. Do you understand how hard, including I think didn't Mahomes have four touchdowns in the second quarter? He had four touchdowns in the second, second quarter. quarter. Yeah. Right. So they go down, they go up 24-7, right? <clears throat> they attempt a fake punt in the second quarter that doesn't go well. So you up, give Mahomes the ball back. So you give Mahomes the ball back 24-14, right? He then scores five more touchdowns after that. You then on a fourth and one with 11 minutes left in the game on the Chiefs 13, you attempt a field goal. For no reason at all. This is not a field goal game. You then get asked about it after the game. This one, if I was a Texans fan, this this one made me absolutely lose. I'm not a Texans fan, so whatever. But like, if I was a Texans fan, he said this. He, he shouldn't have been able to walk out of the presser after this answer. Let me read this to you. They asked him what happened there with the field goal. This is, a, this is an NFL head coach and somehow a guy who finagled his way into a general manager position as well. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had a first down there. And when I didn't, I just felt like we didn't have a great play there for the fourth down at that point in time. So I felt like it was better to kick the three, but that's a very fair question. I felt like it was just better to kick the field goal there. I didn't have a play there. You are an offensive play caller. You have a franchise quarterback, a franchise receiver. You, this is the biggest game of your coaching career. And you really get up there and say, tell the people that you didn't have a play. Yeah. I just, hey, man, I looked at the situation and said, I know I should have something here. I just can't think of anything. Let's just kick the field goal and maybe come back. Incredible. In the midst of giving up seven straight touchdowns, staying in man coverage against Mahomes, he's ripping you up. No adjustments. And we're talking about, <clears throat> and we're talking about, we're not talking about a fourth and nine or fourth and 15. One. Like, yeah, where, I, where you could run it. You know how many plays you have with, that, that could pick up one? On the Short 13. Short yardage, goal line on, stuff? On yeah, the 13. So, like, here's the thing. You're too scared to put your defense back on the field in that situation, but in the second quarter, you'll kick a fake punt. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, you're, like what are you trying to do? You're not, you're not Doug Peterson. You're not trying to run this Philly magic shit. Like, just win the fucking ball game. 24 nothing in a playoff game. Giving up seven straight touchdown drives is inexcusable. Inexcusable. That's, then your, boy, you, that's then, your boy Romeo Cronell, bro. Then, yeah, yeah. Then you double down on it in the <laughs> offseason by trading away your second best player. Probably your best player. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson is the is the, yes, is, is I, the most I, important I player. It. But yes, you're, 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 you're a guy, right? So you trade him away. 
he's obviously Kyler Murray's like, wait, what happened? Sign me right. up. I'm ready. I cannot wait. Right. Deshaun Watson's like, wait, what happened? <laughs> here's here's Bill O'Brien after being fired addressing the media. You know, when when my family and I came here in 2014, we, we had no idea what to expect. Houston is a great city. Um, you know, you think about Texas Children's Hospital and what it's done for for my family, my son, Jack. Uh, we can't thank Texas Children's Hospital enough. Uh, Michael, my son, Michael's had a tremendous experience here living in West U and the friends that we've made here in Houston are lifelong friends and we really appreciate their friendship. Um, you know, most importantly to the players, I, I just want to I talk to the players briefly this afternoon and just thanked them. I, I told them I love them. Uh, I think these players are just awesome guys. They practiced hard. They tried to do everything we asked them to do. Um, it was a pleasure coaching them. I'm going to miss seeing them every day. Uh, just really the guys that have been with me for seven years to to the guys that were only here for a year. Uh, every one of them, uh, just tremendous guys. And um, I'm just sorry we couldn't we couldn't get it done this year early on here. That's a defeated man right there. And it is what it is. I get it. So, no, go ahead. This is what I'm going to say about just hearing him talk. And, and I know a lot of people are saying, you know, you never wish ill on another man getting losing his job. And I agree with that. And I get that. You know what I thought about when he was talking about his family and his son getting help at the children's hospital and all the, People forget that these are regular guys. And this, the second thing it made me think about was this is exactly why you don't give your head coach the GM job. He's got enough stuff going on trying to lead the team and his family to give him the whole responsibility of running the team, the cap, making trades, doing that type of thing. It's, it's too much for one person to deal with. And I'll say this. When you're under pressure quick and you got to get W's, cap, your cap space for 2023, you're picking up and paying any player you need to right now today because you know your job's on the line and you end up putting this, the franchise in tough situations moving forward. But when you're in survival mode, he was in survival mode. Yeah. He was trying to make anything happen. I don't I, I would love to hear his thought process on trading Watson or uh trading Hopkins. Or a bunch of first round picks for Laramie Tunzel. Yeah. Like Tunzel the, the biggest contract of NFL lineman history. So <clears throat> exactly, right? So it's he's getting heat because Watson doesn't have any protection. So he goes and gets Tunzel. Then he then he gives up too much draft capital. It's just too much stuff going on for him to figure out all those things, being the GM and the coach. So that that GM and coach shit doesn't doesn't it doesn't work. work. I think Bella, Belichick should be the last guy that you give that to. But yeah, on O'Brien, I will say this: when he was talking about uh, the Children's Hospital, I think if you remember, you watched Hard Knocks. He has a son that has like a very rare neurological disorder, um, and obviously Houston, big city, you know, probably has great yeah. hospitals. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Bill O'Brien coach again anytime soon. Not because he can't get a job, but because. You know, I think he's got some other shit going on. And you probably don't want to up and leave Houston. He's been there for a minute. Um, You know, overall, I think if you look at it from the outside, Bill O'Brien as a head coach, four out of six years is in the playoffs. Overall had a solid record. But when you start going into it and you watch things like that Chiefs game, I think he's had some other 
epic meltdowns. And, um, you know, for me, it wasn't the head coach of Penn State. That's enough for me. Um, <laughs> it's enough for me. He, he filled in. He cleaned up the paternal mess. Um, but, yeah, that was, I, it just, it's just – go ahead. I was just going to say he – you know, he was the guy that came in and kind of turned that around to start. You know what I yeah. mean? After they were coming off that. Yeah, he's been around. I, when, when they said he'd been there seven years, I, it felt like a long time. I thought it was shorter than that. I thought it was like five years. No, he's been there for a while, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just again, some of those high-profile losses, bad decisions that backfired against you, trading trading uh, the, the Andre Hopkins and, you know, signing Laramie Tunsil and your roster, you know, your best your, – your, all world defensive player gets old right in front of your eyes and can't stay healthy and just different stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually it just caught up to him, but yeah, look, Go. man, they need it, it. That's a, that's an attractive job. I know like, you know, Eli was talking in the group chat yesterday, like, Oh, is it one of the worst situations? It's like, listen, man, I don't care what your cap situation is. I don't care what type of things you have to do in the NFL. You can move shit around very quickly. Remember, this is all funny money. Half this money isn't guaranteed. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. you can cut it, dude, if it's done. Yeah. Um, your quarterback is in place and your quarterback is signed for the next four years. Yeah. Right. So any, any head coach that wants to take a job is going to look at that and say, look, man, why do coaches get fired? Bad quarterbacks. We can overcome all that other shit. Got a good, we got a franchise, we got a young franchise quarterback. That's now under contract. Yep. I don't have to worry about him sitting out. I don't have to worry about him. I don't have to worry about that position, period. He's in place. He's in place. So He's we can we, we can figure out what we got to do around the other stuff. They need to. And you know what another thing is, real quick, before we move on to the rest of the NFL? About the timing thing. Should they have fired O'Brien before the season? Yes. When's the next best time to fire him? Yesterday. Yeah. So don't give me this. Why this? You're just going to sacrifice the season. The season's already done. They're over four. four. They're finished anyway. Yep. So get him out. Get the new regime or, or start to look for the new regime as is. The sooner the better. There was no reason to have a lame duck coach out there the rest of the season. Then, fi- then fire him at the end when he knows he's going to be fired the whole way. Just get him out of there now cool. and, and, and turn the page. Let's go. You know who's sweating after that decision, right? Dan Quinn. A lot of people were like, oh, the Falcons should just wait. Now the Houston Texans, it's, it's just like, yeah, we're going to axe our I coach, don't, too. Why? Especially after last why? night. Yeah, get him out of here. Axe them. They're terrible. They're letting Aaron Rodgers do whatever the hell he wanted to. The, the Bill O'Brien shit last straw was like, man, if you lose to Kirk Cousins, we got to yeah, go ahead we, and let you go. At, yeah, we can't do it. At the crib, we can't do it. <laughs> you losing to Kirk? <clears> nah, <throat> we going to go out there. We're going to let you go, my G. Yeah. Bill O'Brien will be all right, man. They probably owe him some money. He'll be fine. Gase O'Brien. I don't, that Quinn guy. I don't go. know. I don't know how that guy is still walking around. Adam Gase is that. That's the one that gets me. He must have pictures. Yeah, I mean, yes, they they can all go. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, let's move over to the rest of the NFL week four. What were your thoughts on the? I kind of liked the doubleheader Monday night. It was cool. Yeah, it was, it was cool. cool. It was it, especially cool because the the other game was over by the other time the time the other one started. I mean, the fourth quarter of uh, Chiefs. Uh, Patriots it was over with it's still it's still mind-blowing that some of these backup quarterbacks have gigs where because they can't play bro 
look at the backup quarterbacks we've seen. Hoyer can't play. He's not an NFL quarterback. I don't care if it's second string, third string. Well, and, and mentally, he's not either because he, he he literally was just leaving points at, at the inside the fifteen. He, he took a sack. It took a sack and then took a sack fumble. He legit is just collecting checks, not doing anything during yeah. the week. Yeah. So he has no business being in the league. I and I get there's a shortage of quarterbacks and the quarterback position is very tough to play. I get that, but there has to be better guys. Uh, Nick was Mullins. Was there for quarterbacks? There was guys waiting last year. Yeah, well, Nick Mullins. Like, the backup quarterbacks that we've seen, that Nick Mullins interception the worst I've on ever Sunday seen. Night Football was one of the worst interceptions I have ever I, seen. I, I told you guys I ran that back for, like, five straight minutes trying to figure out how in any situation you throw that ball there unless it, you're actually trying to throw to the other team. The guy didn't even sit on the – the guy literally sat on the route, actually. He, he did not move. He stood there. He was just there. He was standing there. And he threw it right to him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was watching it live. I was like, I gotta watch that again. There's something it was I like did it was. The, it was like he was wearing a Niners jersey. I, I tried to find a way that that pick made sense, and that there there was just no no conceivable way that you you can throw that interception. Yeah. So the backup play is crazy. I like the doubleheader, and I w- I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I know some of y'all listening might not. You guys know who Aaron Rodgers is and and what he could do, but I'm going to tell you this. Me and Nick the Quick have been watching Aaron Rodgers intently for since he took the starting job in the NFC North. This is just as good as I've seen him. Absolutely. He is sensational right now. Not pressed at all. Very comfortable. Has he played some soft teams? Yeah, sure. But he is dismantling these squads. Yep. At one point yesterday, I think he was 30 of 34 with three touchdowns when I was watching. I don't know. I don't know what line he finished with, but he is picking people apart. My girlfriend looks at me because we talk because I tell her like, yo, that's my favorite. Every anytime Rogers is on TV, I'm like, yo, babe, that's my that's my favorite quarterback of all time. And she's like, yeah, every time he throws it, someone catches it. I'm like, he was I'm like, last night. I'm like, yeah, that's you're exactly right. So I know he's in a, and the crazy part is he could have had another weapon if they would have given him one with instead of drafting a quarterback. I would never, I would bring that up every presser if I was him. Well, and Jordan, I was looking last night and they have another backup quarterback. So Jordan, yeah, he's not dressed. dressed. Yeah, he's not dressed. Nothing. I would every, like, yo, you had a good game, Aaron. Like, yeah, imagine if I had another another wide receiver that we could have drafted this yeah, year. Yeah, or any, anybody. Anybody who could contribute. I don't care if it's a defensive player. Like, literally, who cares? Someone who can play snaps this year for this very good football team. Every single presser, I would bring that up. A lot of these, man, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just super petty, but, like, we talked about LeBron not being petty and, and clowning. Rodgers should, should let them never forget that. And yeah, I'm, like, sure he doesn't. I'm, I'm out. I'm out here playing some of the best football I've ever played, and y'all went and got a quarterback with our first available pick. That's what. Right. It, that's what y'all did. I don't even understand this. We were just in the NFC Championship, mind you. We got blown out. I get that, but the Niners were different last year. Y'all come out and do this, like nah. And they're in a groove too, man. And I think the thing that bodes well for the Packers going forward is the division is trash. The division is trash. The Bears are posers. The Vikings are terrible. The Lions are terrible. So they're going to walk to the playoffs. They're literally going to back into the playoffs. 
um, with an easy record. They might not lose a division. They might not lose a divisional game. I don't see a loss in that division for the Green Bay Packers. So they're going to wrap that up easily. They're going to walk into the playoffs. They're going to walk into home field advantage. Um, I would not be surprised if they have the best record in the NFC. Because I think that all those divisional W's that they're going to get, like Seattle, they got to deal with Arizona. You know what I mean? They got to deal with the Rams. They got to deal with some tough, tough teams in their division. Um, with no secondary. With no sight. secondary in sight, literally. Whereas the Packers, Rodgers is rolling. I think the stat last night, which was incredible, is uh, they're the first team to start the season with four straight 30-point games and no turnovers. The team has not turned they have the team has not turned the team has not turned the ball over. Aaron Rodgers more times than not if your quarterback doesn't turn it over you your team doesn't turn it your over. Your team doesn't turn it over. And so, he, yeah. and he does just pure and simple does not turn the ball over. And let's give LaFleur his credit too. I know it started off however it started off. LaFleur was is in his bag in some of these play calls. I mean, he's bringing over some of those tricky run concepts from San Fran that he learned from Shanahan. Um, it seems like he's got Rodgers in a groove. He's throwing when he needs to throw and running when he needs to run. Like, I think yeah. too often you see these coaches and, like, everybody's all obsessed with the air game and all that. It's like, no, run the ball. Look at Cleveland the other day. Cleveland put up 49 running the ball. They had, like, 300 yards rushing. Yeah. It's just it's just run the ball. If you can, if it's there, run it. If it's there, run it. It was there for them last night. Run it. And then throw think, it when you need to. I think it's it's very simply said, but throw it when you're supposed to throw it run it when you're supposed to run it. I think there's a lot of situations where if it's first or or if it, hey, if it's first and 10 and the defense is giving you a a a run look, then throw the ball. I, I think it's overplayed a lot of times on when you should throw it and when you should and, and I guess pressing the run when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson that honestly, bro, you could throw the ball every down if you have Aaron Rodgers, if you really wanted to. Maybe it's not smart because you want to get the play action and stuff going, but I, you have that trust where he could pick up four or five yards on first down but, throwing it every time. But they have two backs that are good. And they're Aaron Jones up. is a killer. Yeah, they're just going to eat up clock. Like the running game does so much for you as far as tiring the defense. You've seen when the team's just getting gashed by the running game, the defense is tired as shit. If it's successful, you're chasing yeah. after somebody. You're chasing after somebody all game. That looked the problem with the Niners last year. The Niners were just yeah. zone running the shit out of you, getting eight yards per carry. And it's like, what can we do? Yeah. Nothing. And then they hit you with the play action, and it's a touchdown. So, yeah, however you want to do it, however he's doing it right now, I'm not critical of it because it looks great. It looks like Aaron Rodgers trusts the plays that are coming in, um, and, and they're doing their thing, man. I'm, I I really, yeah, I'm really impressed with the Packers, and they're going to run away, obviously, with the division, I think, the NFC. What else <clears throat> What else jumped at you for week four? We we already talked about the Bears yesterday. Um, the Ravens bounced back and beat up Washington. It yep. ended up being a 14-point game, but it was it was a blowout largely throughout the game. The Chiefs have these lulls where they don't look very good, and then they just kind of turn it on like they did yesterday. Yeah. Anything else jump at you from week four? The power rankings are out. The, the, the traveling the traveling bill show. Yeah. It's not a game. It's not a game. I thought that was a tough spot for them. Yeah. Going over to, to Vegas, I thought that that was going to be a tough spot for them. Josh, Josh Allen, 24 for 34, 288, two touchdowns, uh, and, and another one on the ground. Goes out west, gives you three touchdowns, comes back with the W, puts it in his pocket, says, let's go home, boys. 
Without they know question. exactly what they want to do. That dude McDermott, that's a good head coach. Very, very good head coach uh, taking that thing across. So that that definitely stood out to me. Um, who else? Uh, the Eagles finally got a W. Whatever. Yeah, you took that. I told you to take that. Yeah, I don't. I'm never betting on Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is garbage. Um, my, car, my, my, my Cardinals let me down, but yeah. Yeah, I, I had. I told you I had Panthers money line, man. Yeah, that, that was a good spot for the Panthers. I like that spot. But the Wentz thing, you know, there's guys you just think can play, and you, I can't give up on him. He's one of those guys for me. I don't know what it is, but he's pressing. Or oh man, he does look. He's bad, the though. definition of pressing. He, Everything. I, I don't know. What do you think is making him like that? Because it's not like he's pressed for his gig. Like it's his job. I think he has an experienced coach. He, I, what, what would make him just regress and press like that? Is it just trying to put on for the city? Yeah, he might be trying to put on. Well, think about it, man. Like they won a Super Bowl that he wasn't necessarily a part of. He wasn't a part of in the playoffs, right? Like yeah. he was awesome, and all he was a regular season MVP if he didn't get hurt. Um, so maybe, you know, while it's still like the team has had success, he doesn't feel like he's carried his weight in that regard. Last year was the first game playoff game he ever started. And it seems like he's been there and they've been in the playoffs, but he's always hurt. So he might feel like, man, I need to put the team on my back last year. They had no receivers. So he had to, um, he might just be carrying over that mentality of just like straight gunslinger. But it's like, yo, you don't have to do that this year. We have other things and we got you some help and, you know, take what's there and you don't have to be Superman, but. He is to me. That's all. But like the coach needs to grab him and be like, yo, dude, settle down. You know what I mean? Like our division is trash. It's okay. Put him in a spot where he doesn't feel yeah. best. You're going to win I, this division with six wins. I think that's an underrated talking point that maybe he feels like he wasn't part of that Super Bowl run. And now he's just trying to prove to everyone that I can win a Super Bowl too, I guess. Yeah. yeah I can be the man. Yeah. And. It's not working out quite like he feels it. I know. I know that for me personally, if I was in his spot, I would feel like I didn't win the Super Bowl. Of course, it's like it's like I, I mean, I, I helped us get there, but at the end of the day, Nick Foles went down. Nick Foles came in, was now. lights out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think he's definitely pressing. Like you said, yeah, I, I agree. There's talent there. I don't think he sucks. Yeah, I think I he's playing like hot garbage. You know he's what I mean? He's playing like um, hot garbage. No yeah, yeah. you know when a guy sucks and a guy has ability, he definitely has ability. Um, and another thing I want to give a shout out to is the Cleveland Browns. Three and one, quietly doing their thing. They have an identity. They want to run the football. It's so funny what happens. The you get a professional head coach. Well, no, well, it's no, it's funny. Not what, yeah, no, but it's funny how. The first impression really means more than a, a lot of other things. They go 0-1, and, and everyone's kind of written them off already. They're like, these are the same Browns, they're this, they're that, blah, blah, blah. And then they run off three games, and they're scoring a ton of points, and it's like, okay, like maybe they could play. I think <laughs> the Cowboys – I don't know what's in the water out here in the NFL right now, but f- folks, literally, everybody is hanging up points, and no one's playing defense. But yeah, the the shout out to Browns for for doing their thing and doing what they got to do, and partly part part of that is running the ball, and then 
man, anytime OBJ gets going, I'm I I, I rock with it. So yeah, I definitely, can- man. Shout out to him for 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 having a big game and them getting him involved and, and Juice Landry connecting them with the touchdown. That's one of the best throws I ever seen. Yeah, and he period. threw a strike. Yo, a forget, strike. Forget about quarterback play. Like that throw from Juice Landry was insane. And it was left-handed. Yeah, he's left-handed. Bro. He's a lefty, man. Yeah, Stop playing Southpaw. But yeah, no, <laughs> to the Browns point, someone said it yesterday. I didn't realize it. Dude, Baker Mayfield in two years and four games has had four head coaches. Yeah, I guess that's they've had they had Hugh Jackson, uh Greg Williams, Freddie yeah. Kitchens, Kevin and Stefanski. Now, yeah. And in, in 36 games. Shout out Hugh Jackson. Shout out Hugh too, man. Wow, he yeah. cashed so many checks. Got, I don't cashed know a how lot he of got checks. All those checks, bro. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to the Jackson family. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Jackson kids on the way. Yeah, man. Everybody, get, get, your, get, get your money, Hugh. Hugh. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Shout out Hugh. <laughs> um, now I got I got one more thing for you before we close it out here. Is this? Hold on, I'm going to play. The, okay, so if you don't know, Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate got into it yesterday. And I'm going to give you some background in a second. But as you could tell from this play and this tackle, this hit, this was this had a little personal to it. They got Tate on that release. Got a lot of room to cover, and he gets hit hard on the perimeter by Jalen Ramsey. I believe there was a little extra in that Ramsey tackle. <laughs> Jacqueline Ramsey. I mean, you're just going to not only tackle, but you defeated the block of Dion Lewis. And then look at this. I mean, you want to talk about same foot, same shoulder, drive through the player. That, I mean, that's, that's heads up tackle. That's what you hmm. Hey, that's a big time tackle from a corner. Now, for those who don't know, Jalen Ramsey has two kids with Golden Tate's sister. And I guess they had a messy breakup while she was still pregnant and Golden Tate didn't appreciate that. I think he left her for a uh, um, a dancer. What, what kind of dancer? Nighttime one. Nighttime, Night, nighttime and lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Lunch lunchtime in Atlanta. <laughs> lunchtime dancer. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. Uh so hey, and for Golden Tate, that might be revenge. That might be karma for the Russell Wilson situation. A hundred percent. That's what so, I thought, bro. You hit your teammates, wife can't happen, can't do it. Can't, really can't, can't do it, dog. Yeah, read read up good. on that if you need to know. <laughs> Golden Tate's the dog. <laughs> so is that the messiest situation? And then to to have someone go up against them, because I mean he plays corner and yeah. he, and Golden State plays wide. They're, they're, they're in direct competition. They're, number yes, one, yeah. I mean other, outside of that, or like with the, somebody's wife, like the same situation. Maybe if Russ was a DB and uh, Golden right. State was a wide receiver, yeah. But yeah, that it, it can't get much messier. And he said it. Golden Tate said, "I can't wait till I get this matchup." You know, obviously, whatever happened, we don't know what was happening behind closed doors, what that relationship was like. Did they used to be cool? Like, whatever, man. But, like, he disrespected his sister. Everybody knew about it. Left her while she was pregnant. Golden Tate's not going for that. Um, now, obviously, Ramsey's in a better position because he gets to hit Golden Tate. Golden Tate can't just go clear Jalen right. Ramsey for no reason. Right. 
but obviously got his after the game. But yeah, I mean, I can't knock it, man. I can't. You gotta wait till you see that man. It's the Charles Oakley. Remember, Oakley used to settle game that's on the floor because there's no one else I'm gonna see you. So he saw him. <laughs> he saw him. It went off like you know. You disrespected his sister. And, you know, we all got family. We know how that goes. Um, and he wasn't going for that. He dogged his sister. So yeah, Ramsey got him though. Someone, someone had a tweet. Hey, said, now Jalen Ramsey has been in Golden State's sister and Golden Tate. And I was like, man, <laughs> yeah. that was that was bad. <laughs> what what uh let me let me give you give you this. If you're Golden Tate and your sister comes up to you and tells you that she's dating Jalen Ramsey, what what is, this is before everything even goes down. What are your thoughts? What Run. Are you that's the man. That man's a dog, bro. That's like he, 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 he doesn't you look at him, bro. He doesn't give you any. I, I would tell you that's a bad idea. I'll tell you that's a bad idea. You that's know what I mean? Bad, that's be, not a good idea. This won't end well. Golden, I'm dating Jalen. He's Ramsey. about to get a hundred million. So like, yeah, he's he's gone. This is not this is not a good situation. This is not a good situation. I don't know. I even know how that happened. Were they in, did they go to school together or something like that? Or? It's so crazy how much of these pro sports. <sighs> folks are intertwined oh yeah like with girlfriends and they used to mess with her and did this and did that like that whole nba shit with doc doc Paul pg used to that's date a Doc's that's a daughter mess, that's a messy situation but now curry is married to her like <laughs> this is all too much like yeah. wh- wh- there's too many hoes out here for y'all to be intertwined <laughs> like this i, I mean I, i'm sorry to say it but that's just what it is well, it's and it's that remember that was one of the concerns with the bubble as far as bringing over some of the ladies. They were like, we don't want there to be active situations because you might be talking to this chick and then she flies through and all right. that. And I'm not, I'm not blaming the girls. This is obviously, you know, the situation. Um, but yeah, you can, if you're Golden Tate, like, yo, you can't date someone that's not in my conference. Yeah, like. Go get a baseball play, like right. Someone who plays someone who plays a different sport. This guy plays corner. I'm gonna play this guy. Like, stop with this. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like I don't come. I'll come to your gig and start talking to all the the females up there. Like, what are you on with this? So I, that's one of the messier things I've seen. Shout out, uh, hey man, Golden Tate's a dog. Jalen Ramsey's a dog. They don't care. They talked about it after the game. Had a little scuffle. But that's one of the messier ones I've heard. I've He's heard gonna see that man again. He'll see him in LA in the off season. Yeah, no doubt. He's gonna see that. He will. He will. Yeah, he'll, he'll run. He'll run into that man again. <laughs> and it's gonna be the same thing, man. That he's gonna run into that man again. That'll always be like that. That's a volatile situation. Yeah, no doubt about it. Anything else before we get out of here? Oh, I gotta get the beer back. It's coming. Bears on Thursday. Yeah, Bears Thursday, which should be short week. Should be a dandy. How, how, if you're Nagy, real quick, how do you handle that? Do you, you practiced yesterday? Right? You have to, right? Did I practice? My nigga, they should have practiced Sunday night. Don't they usually get this? You usually get that Monday is like a walkthrough day. Like, yeah, you need, yeah, we're going full contact. Yeah. That, I mean, they need to, they need to practice as much as they can. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I know you got to get the body rest and you got to walk through. No, nah, the receivers should be running routes with foals. All, they should be playing catch for six hours. <laughs> yeah. Run the seven on drills. Do whatever you got. All day. Yeah. But, yeah, I, it should be interesting, man, for them. Bears in prime time is going to be so ugly. It's just a bad combo with a new, a new quarterback coming on a short week against the Buccaneers, who looks like we're going to have to score quite a bit of points to beat. Yeah. But we'll see. Brady and those boys on Thursday, the 
Twitch stream thing. I'm going to try to get that locked in. I thought that was interesting. I'm gonna, I'll am i holler at you about that. We'll figure that out. But cool. it's something to look forward to Thursday night. Bears, Bucks. Stay tuned, man. This should be, this should be, this should be a good one. Yes, sir. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, we're everywhere. Holler at your homies. Tell them to listen. Send the links. Share everything. We appreciate all the love always. Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.